When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Another hour, another opportunity to make life a little bit easier to manage and deal with financially. Hey, everybody, Don McDonald back from vacation along with Tom Cock back from vacation, done with vacations. Well, for, for me, forever. Uh, for him, I don't know. Maybe he'll do it again someday. <laughs> the rest of the house didn't hear that one. Yeah, but okay. Never. I, I don't want to go back on vacation. <laughs> I'm building. I'm building a studio into the silver bullet. That's it. I'm just done. On the that's a vacation. Well, it's not really a vacation. You're just driving around with the silver with the bullet. studio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's fair. Anyway. Oh, I wanted to give you a phone number because please. You know, if you have some questions, you need a little help. You want to chew us out for our bad advice on indexed annuities, whatever it might be. Give us a call at eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. It's easy. It's easy. And it's cheap, and it's really free stuff, and uh, and we really do want to try and help you. Now, everybody out there in this industry, particularly on the media side, and we're on the same side, we get it, is desperately searching for something to talk about or write about. I think the reason is investing is inherently too darn simple to uh to, to make for for good content on a daily basis i, I really think that that for bo both barons and morningstar or morningstar and barons really needed to stretch to find something to talk about john reckenthaler who does research for morningstar decided he was going to look at how well fidelity and Vanguard's target date funds, which is which are funds that have a portfolio allocation that changes over time to more closely match what they believe your risk tolerance will be at future dates. It gets more conservative as time goes by. It's a very well-diversified portfolio, massively well-diversified, very, very different from the balance funds of old. That used to be the, the fallback. If you were gonna build a portfolio that was a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you, you used a balanced fund like Fidelity Balanced or Vanguard Balanced Index or Wellington or Wellesley or something like that. Now TDFs are the thing, target date funds. Well, Reckenthaler found and Barron's reported that target date funds have not done as well as balanced funds, Tom. Yeah, you know, they're always picking on target date funds. They're always picking on international stocks. Well, you know it's US, America is better. It always is, especially when it comes to investing returns, right? Well, not really, but here's the thing. Wait, um, wait, Japan was bet. Oh, wait, yeah. maybe they weren't. Is somebody vacuuming there? Yeah, I'm asking someone to shut the door here because, uh, yeah, they're, they are vacuuming. Ah, they're in early. But here's the thing. I mean, so Reckenthaler looked at 15 years. He found that had you invested the money instead of in a TDF, in a balanced 
fund, right? I don't remember which funds. He, did he list the funds? I can't remember. Uh, he did, but no, 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 no. He did. But how about a Vanguard? Like Vanguard balanced, balanced index. Or balanced, balanced index. index. Yeah. Yeah. That if you So that's a, a balance between stocks and bonds. You would have done better in the balanced index, which is primarily the U.S. large cap stocks and bonds versus, as you said, a diversified portfolio that adjusts for people's age mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. And he found that over those 15 years, guess what? You made more in the balanced funds. I, don't, I think this is a non-story. Yeah. Do you know why you made more? Because well, let me guess. the U.S. stocks did better yeah. over that period. But what is there a lesson you can learn from that? That's the problem. Can you say, can you take this information and use it to make a decision going forward? Can you say, well, gee, if they've been down, if they haven't done as well over the last decade or two, maybe I shouldn't be in them over the next decade or two. Can you well, say that? They quoted Vanguard's global head of portfolio construction, and he said what you just said. We know that the U.S. has outperformed over the last few years against international equities. It doesn't mean that you don't include international going forward. Right. Because it, we know it happened, Duh. but that doesn't tell us a darn thing about what will happen. And that's what we have to understand. Looking at the past really doesn't give you any solid information about the future and the past you need to look at for any kind of inkling is a past that's decades long 855-935-TOM with supply chains becoming more complex you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments so if you work with logistics you need the beyond the box podcast from maersk it's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well... Only because it's really important and it is crucial that you understand how it works and how you can make it work better for you, less well for those people who sell you stuff. We're not trying to make them wealthy or comfortable in the future. We're here to make you comfortable or wealthy in the future. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And um, Scott, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Scott. A long-time listener, at least over a decade. Wow. Uh, listen to you guys about every other weekend. I've been to your uh, at some of your seminars and coming in for financial checks. I appreciate the service. Um, I'm a Washington State employee, and I'm sure you're familiar with our deferred compensation program. Oh, I know Tom is. A new option. We have a new option that's starting up October 1st, with a, which is a Roth option. So right now I have about 350k in regular deferred comp. Uh, when uh, the Roth option opens up, uh, I can uh, contribute up to 30k per year be between deferred comp and the Roth or either either. And so what I'm thinking about doing is uh, discontinuing my input into deferred comp 
mm-hmm. and redirecting all that money into this new Roth option. What do you guys think? Well, what's your current tax rate? You know, uh, according to my last uh, uh, tax uh, record, uh, it was, uh, I think, about 13%. Not really high. I, no, I it's not really high. I mean, I, 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 so there's less well, benefit to that immediate deduction. Twenty thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, but here's the thing: we we don't. We, this is our, and this is our standard answer. We don't know what the future is going to look like tax wise. <laughs> oh, no, I heard a guy today yeah, telling you guaranteed. It's this is going to happen. One one twenty six, baby. But the we, fact of the matter is, you've got correct. a ton of you've got a ton of money already in a deferred account. Yeah. So. It's kind of nice yeah. to have both. Yeah, and it I is think in fact, yeah. going a 30, 30 grand per year to Roth makes perfect sense. That's perfect. what I'm thinking because, yeah. uh, you know, I've got about four to six years until retirement. I get a full uh, state pension, Social Security, uh, have uh, some money in the deferred comp, which is post-tax dollars, and get something into uh, the pre-tax dollars. He has some, he po- he has some post-tax around. and pre-tax. Okay, yeah. So, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, and, sure. and here's the thing, is it gives you so much flexibility. Because you, if you stop making contributions to the deferred, and you, you then your your RMDs are going to be smaller in the future. You have that big pool of money, that, that, that Roth, that can then just sit there and sit there and sit there. You can use up the other taxable accounts first. And uh, and later in life, have this lovely tax-free pool from which to draw. And I might even be tempted right. to build the portfolio in the pre-tax amount in more bond-like mm-hmm. instruments. And I then agree. take the Roth and amp that up in stocks. So yep. now you get super fast growth, hopefully, in the Roth, well, and, slower growth in the well, pre, and, and you go for uh, it there. Yeah, well, and so right now, uh, year to date... For the deferred comp, I'm getting, uh, have gotten 13.8%. Uh, I think I'm fairly well balanced in that. Good. I am, uh, uh, fairly, uh, risk intolerant or tolerant right now. I'm still fairly aggressive. And the good thing is, is that, uh, the investment options in the Roth are exactly the same as the deferred comp. So I'd keep that sort of balance and then, work on you know bike again i i'm with tom though i would i would tend to i would tend to start to switch the deferred comp into the safer stuff slowly you don't have to do it right away and then start emphasizing the more aggressive stuff in the roth because what the roth does as it is money that you're going to take later in life it extends that window of aggressiveness for you it gives you a, a longer time frame over which to be aggressive which right. can only help you in the long run because you have to be patient with markets so i think you're on the right track scott i really right. do so, appreciate so, yeah what so I, you know the, the the big question was uh should i stop contributing to deferred comp Mm-hmm. And move all those uh, allocate move that money into the Roth option. I think that's a great idea. At twelve percent, I think it's pretty much a no brainer. Yep. Yeah, I would do it. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. You've got oh, unanimity uh, from the yes, uh, the I jury. Do. And good luck and with your intolerance. I, uh, fully... Don's got the annuity intolerance, yeah, so we well... understand. I get the feeling there. So. All right. So, Thank you so uh, much. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely a, uh, a dollar cost uh, average person. Uh, I did 
back in 2021, gambled. Uh, when the market took a nosedive, I went further into it. And then when it took the big nosedive, I went even further into it. And I'm doing financially fine personally. So Yeah, see, that's such a great attitude. One that most people don't have because in the midst of downturns, people are always thinking it's going to get worse, not better. And it almost always eventually get well. Actually, so far, it's always Wait, gotten, it's better. Always gotten always better. Always has really? so far. It's always has. 855-935-TALK. <laughs> Dave, you're next. Welcome to the show. Shocking, shocking, shocking input there, Don. Well done. Dave. <laughs> Hi, guys. And Don, welcome back. Thank uh, you. Thanks for all your hard work in the uh, in the uh, dark of night uh, at the pier, <laughs> whatever <laughs> Wi-Fi you could get. You mean the midnight sun <laughs> trying yeah. <laughs> Editing those podcasts. Those, those podcasts on a boat. Never-ending sunshine. Yeah. Well, we appreciate those, so thank you for your efforts. Um, with regards to the uh, Target date funds you were talking about uh, a few minutes ago, I'm a federal employee, uh, probably uh, five, probably no more than seven years away from retiring, and um, I currently have it out about 10 years past that, but um, I still don't think it reflects uh my results in the risk quiz. So would you suggest that I follow the instructions to break it out uh, per your, uh, uh, the 411 on the 401 page into the various funds, or is that not a long enough duration to really reap any, reap the benefit for the amount of work? Well, we don't know that. We don't know either way. In other words, we don't know if a target date fund will outperform a a mm -mm. built portfolio that is more personal. But my expectation is probably, but not mm -hmm. for sure. And it's more personal. Right. Well, the other thing is, is the portfolios we show you, we try to overweight small cap and value a little Correct. bit if it's, if, if it's possible. And the long-term history shows that that has been worthwhile. The problem is we don't know which short period within that long yeah. period it's never over the entire period it's always a little blip along the way that if you're not in it you miss it it could be really fast it could happen in the in, in just the course of a few months all of the value premium shows up so you have if you're if you want to exploit it it's not that much work but the trick is you got to rebalance and for a lot of people that's emotional work Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Don. Tom hangs out right over there, right? Right over there, right? Just 3,000 miles away. I see him right there, 3,000 miles away from Florida in Bellevue, Washington. I'm 3,000 miles away from Bellevue, Washington in Florida, where, by the way, the heat index today, ready for this? 111 right now. Good thing you're indoors. Right now we got a time for a it quick is question. so different than when i was in the in the, the, the great, great north. north yeah yeah and we and have, that's we, this question you have a question from, from the great north i do wow. this one is, i think from it's where? a woman i don't norway but currently living in i was Exeter, in norway north. 
Exeter, Nor- New Hampshire. I, and the, the name is K-E-T-I-L. Now, I don't know if that's Cutla. man or woman, so I don't want to mess it up. I but anyway, it's a woman. Uh, Cutla. Okay. Yeah. I'm going woman. Uh, I've been a listener for three plus years. Love the show and your humor. So now I really do question Ooh. your judgment. Um, Enjoy your honesty as well. We need more honest people. That's very nice. Two easy questions. Number one, I have six Fidelity funds. I looked them up. F-S-K-A-X, F-I-S-V-X. These are index Fidelity mutual funds. The question is, what do I have to do to move them over to ETFs? Now, I looked. I went online to see if Fidelity has opened up corresponding exchange-traded funds. In all these cases, they have not. They have not. In fact, they have, they have with some of their actively managed funds yeah. if they're making the move this summer. But they have not done these. Mm-mm. My suggestion on that is wait. Wait to see what happens. Yeah, because you're it's going to change. About taxes. They'll, they'll do it. Yeah. And you won't pay tax. So I would just wait it out. Yeah. That's um, a good answer, Tom. Thank you. Very yeah, good. I have a Roth IRA in my broker account. The only way to save it, my brother, I have to do a conversion. How do I do a Roth conversion? Wait a minute. She's got money in a what? She has a money in an IRA. She wants to A regular transfer. IRA. Regular IRA. And she wants to, to go to IRA. a Roth. Correct. She moves the money to the Roth and pays yep. taxes on everything she They'll moves. send you a statement yeah. because it's income. Yeah. Remember, it's income. It's income. You're going to have to pay tax. So taxes. You should have the money back. separately to pay that tax. Oh, tax-free. yeah. Do, do not, not pay it out of the IRA. No, 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 no. If you don't have extra money to pay it, don't do it because you just mess things up. Okay. Well, that was easy. That was two. Yeah. And do we have she, another one? She threw, she threw a little joke in here. Oh, kind of yo, oh, she threw a little joke in here. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. uh-huh. Uh And this is about you. Yeah, is this Luke? Is, is, is this Luke? You? Is this Luke? No, this is a real, this this is a real I joke. Write this. This is a, I wouldn't write this. Fake I'm not Luke this with the cows? Okay. You know I'm not this creative. Uh-huh. Uh, since you just went on a Scandinavian cruise vacation, here's a joke for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Why? Why do the Norwegian Navy have a barcode on the side of their ships? Why did the Norwegian Navy have a barcode on the side of their ships? <laughs> Just, I didn't know they did. I, did, I didn't know. You need to look more no, carefully I, next time you're on that cruise. I I didn't even know Norway had a navy. So, you know, I know Let's Iceland. That. Iceland doesn't have a navy. So I I knew that. I found that out. So you don't know the answer. So I I'm do not know the answer. the answer to the why. Does the Norwegian Navy yeah. have a barcode on the side of their ship? Why do they have a barcode? It says now? here so they can Scandinavian when they come to port. You wrote that. Come on. I, that's I, a dad joke. I, I am not that creative. That's it is a dad, a dad joke. joke, but that's a good dad joke. <laughs> dad joke. I, my jokes aren't so they that can good. Scandinavian. 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 That's, that's one of the best jokes this show has ever seen. Yeah. I'm just going to put it out there. Because the jokes, yes. as you know, are not very good. Yeah, and yet people still say they're they're amused. So yeah. that one probably. <laughs> Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, right I, I yep. have a request for you. Oh, please. Oh, not you. Oh, okay. You're deserting me. I'm leaving here in a couple minutes. Tom is deserting me. He yeah. is leaving. We just got back together after a long hiatus, <laughs> and apparently my my. Joking comments about his girlfriend at the top of the previous hour have set him off, and he's now pouting and leaving the room. Uh, no, he's actually taking his daughter to a soccer game or soccer yeah, practice. Soccer there, soccer game. A shocker, soccer, soccer, a shocker. shocker. Yep, mm-hmm. Ooh, two games this afternoon. Wow, how big would the yeah. score be? Would you guess? <sighs> you know, these are good teams. Two to one, three to oh, one. I think they won two defense. to one last night. So yeah. Um, so Tom is leaving. So um, it'll be just just you and me, kids. Eight five five. Two of us. Eight five five. <clears throat> 
can't get a word in. Edgewise. See what you're missing? 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We've got lines galore open because, well, they all they got warmed up last hour by the, what, eight people we had calling or something? 855-935-TALK. Give me a call. Let's talk. You and me on Talking Real, not fake, money. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're talking real money. We talk about it because, well, you deal with it. And some of the things that you do with it are not particularly good for you. And you may not even be aware of it. That's why our job is to try and raise your awareness, to try and help you understand this stuff better, to do things that we believe are in your best interests. That is why we make people mad in the insurance industry, because we don't think they sell products properly. That's why we make people mad in the crypto craziness, because we don't believe they're offering anything that's in your best interests. That's why we take to task the gold bugs who we don't believe are offering you anything that's in your best interest. We're not going to, to, to allow things that we feel are bad for you to get into your life without a fight. And we'll fight with you. All you have to do is give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. Tom has left the building with his daughter to go play soccer. Not Tom. He's too old for that. But his daughter, she's young enough. She's spry. Now, our phone number is 855-935-TALK, and Lynn is waiting on the line. Hi, Lynn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What can I do for you? Well, I'm, uh, you may have already answered this today. I don't know. I got it on a little bit late, but I'm just, you know, helping hedge inflation and lower taxes with my situation. You may have some great advice for me. And uh, I'll, I'll just give you a little bit of a, a background. Um, sure. I've been retired for 16 years. Um, I have zero debt. Um, I have over $2 million in paid real estate equity, mm -hmm. um, 500 in cash, um, 500 in annuities. And, oh, boy, um you know, just getting taxed really bad, but it's uh, it's probably not good where I have my cash. My my income is eight thousand three hundred and sixty a month, which I'm getting taxed on pretty bad. But um, is that is that income from the real estate? Or um, no, I what's no, that from? No real estate income. Um, I have I have three annuities. They're fixed. Okay. Uh, once they matured, they fixed at five uh, percent. Mm -hmm. And so I have three thousand three hundred or six hundred and eighty-eight 
life um, income from that. And then my pension, life pension, uh, 2570 a month. And then, and then Social Security. Social Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 2100 uh, there's not much you can do about the uh, about the tax situation. You're you're not in a terrible situation. It always feels worse because we don't like to part with money. It's painful, uh, but you're you should not be in a particularly high bracket. Uh, the uh, the cash. How is that invested? What because you said that could be the problem. What is that in? Where is yeah. that? Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Uh. Probably the last place you would advise anybody to put it in a bank. Um, so Why is it in a bank? About, Why? Why is it in a bank? Because I, because I, I, I don't feel comfortable having stuff in stock, and mm-hmm. I, um, just in case I needed it to, you know, for emergencies or if I see that's a lot of emergency money. That's a big I, emergency. I know. I know. I know. Well, you know, a um, hundred thousand is in gold and silver. And then okay, that's horrible. That is yeah. horrible. Yeah, gold and silver okay. have never. And wait, and let me just—I can say, I, I can almost literally say never. Hey, they have never made money long term. I can show you a chart going back two thousand years, two thousand years that show the buying power of gold has not increased over those two thousand years. You can't say that for for stocks. I, I mean, I could look at any total stock market over the past hundred years and show you you made a fortune in stocks. Even those, that, even though a bunch of companies went out of business, you still made a fortune. You've made nothing with gold. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible investment. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face with gold, really. Unless you honestly expect the world is going to end, and in that case, you really should just buy guns and food. You'll be much better off. <laughs> Um, you need to, that 500 grand needs to be reallocated in a way, and maybe it's still conservative, but it needs to be reallocated in a way that is not, well, that's not so short term, that just not just at a bank. You need to have some longer term bonds maybe in there or longer term CDs or build a CD ladder or something. But in terms of taxes, there's really nothing you can do. You could move this money into tax-free bonds, but you're going to increase your risk a little bit, and the yields are lower, and you're not in a high enough tax bracket. So I would just restructure the cash. Tom and Don are talking real money. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That's the phone number here, 855-935. Excuse me. 8255 and a frog not a real frog no real frogs they're outside i'm don tom's taken off for a little while again and uh we're here to try to deal with money issues that's what we do and we've been doing it for a long long time so give me a call 855-935-TALK do you know who your worst enemy is when it comes to money it's not your stockbroker not your insurance agent it's not the people who write the articles or do the news on money. I mean, they're enemies. 
But your worst enemy, all of our worst enemies are us. We are the enemy. We are the biggest reason we have trouble getting ahead. Because, we're one, we're very predictable. What do we all want from our money? What's the number one thing everybody wants from their money? They want to make a lot of money from their money. They're greedy. What's the number two thing people want from their money? They want to make a lot of money, but they don't want to make, they don't want to take much risk or any risk doing that. Then we add in things like, yeah, I want to make a lot of money, but I don't want to pay any taxes. And you set yourself up for failure because you can't have all of these things. And so you have to decide what you're willing to accept, what you're willing to trade. And that's why we believe it is so important to not start at the end and say, well, where should I be investing? But instead to say, what do I want from this money? And the answer is not more money. That's a terrible answer. Money's a tool. What do you want that tool to do? What do you want it to actually do for you? The answer is probably provide an income. Then the answer, then the question you need to ask is, how much income? And how then, then you can start determining, how am I going to get that? How am I going to get an income that will last me for the rest of my life without giving up my money to somebody else? Now, you can. There are people who are willing to take your money away from you and give you some semblance. And I do mean semblance of a guarantee. It's not nothing is absolute. Uh, you'll feel better. That's the whole point. But you're going to give up your money. I mean, for example, we've looked at immediate annuities. We were just looking at them, Tom and I, during a break today. He said, what are what are immediate annuities paying? And I was looking at one. It was like a single life immediate annuity, 65 years old, $100,000, pay about $7,800 a year. Well, think about that for a minute. 65, $7,800 a year. You live for another 13 years and you will have just gotten your money back. You won't have made a cent. It's not until you pass 13 years that you start deriving profit. And yet they've gotten the use of your money that entire time. It, and the other thing we don't want to do is do very much work. That's the other thing. I don't want to work very hard at this. Well, there are ways to do that, but the less work you do, the more you have to pay somebody else to do it in one way or another. And anybody, like our friend, the insurance agent who called earlier, who says you can have this for nothing, is a bald-faced liar. There are fees associated with it. There is a cost that you, that only you pay for any of these products. And for those of you who insist on looking at this backward, you are going to continually be disappointed. Oh, sure, sometimes you might get lucky, but I know, I know who you are. I see you listening to, uh, watching, I should say, CNBC or Bloomberg or Fox Business, trying to figure out what's going to be hot, reading Barron's or the Wall Street Journal, trying to figure out what's going to be hot. And you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. As a matter of fact, there was recently a piece in, oh, hang on, let me pull it up here. It was in Kiplinger. Kiplinger has become a very lazy uh, magazine like so many others.
it's hard to make a living in this industry. So they, they have people write for them who aren't particularly competent. And, but, but, but they do have headlines that are designed to entice you. And here's the headline. This was just from about a week ago. Best long-term investment stocks to buy. Hmm. Best long-term investment stocks to buy. These must be some pretty special things that nobody's aware of, right? Here's the list. Number one, Apple. A Apple. Wait, isn't Apple the biggest company in the world already? Aren't they worth $3 trillion? Yeah, maybe a good stock going forward, but the best long-term stock? If you're speaking past tense, yeah, okay, you're right. Which other one has been good? Well, this guy's saying it will be good. That's another giant, almost $3 trillion company. You guys know it. Yeah, it's called Microsoft. You've heard of it, right? Yeah, that's a giant. Oh, Chevron Oil. There's one no one would have thought of. It's only, it's only a third of a billion market cap, though. Now, Medtronic got snuck in there. They're a little smaller at $116 billion market cap, but it's still a gigantic company. These are all S&P 500 companies. These just buy the S&P 500. You'll do probably do as well, if not better, because you're going to own another 490 stocks. Charles Schwab is in there. Okay, that's one that they've had a tough time. That, that may be the most contrarian pick in the bunch. McDonald's, little tiny, you know, little tiny hamburger chain, just getting started. Yeah. Oh, 212 billion market cap. That's pretty, pretty good size. Uh, Procter and Gamble. You would have never thought of Procter and Gamble. No way. Mr. Clean head and shoulders and tide. How about 3M? If it's sticky, it's 3M. And finally, brown sugar water. $267 billion worth of brown sugar water, also known as Coca-Cola. Are any of these brilliant picks? Again, they're all in the S&P 500. And we don't think the S&P 500 is all that great. Buying just 10 stocks from the S&P 500, not only is it more risky than the S&P 500, but there is no nothing nothing. There's no data that points to these companies doing necessarily better in the future. We know what they've done in the past, and that is all we know. And you cannot take the past the, on, in small cases like this and project it forward. You have to understand that the future is unknowable. And once you do that, then you see the value of ignoring all of this kind of garbage and starting at the very beginning with the needs, with the risk tolerance, with the plan, with the portfolio that does the things you need it to do for you. This is not a game where the one who makes the most money wins. You can't win that game. Tom and Don are talking for your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And to get you started on that plan that you need to have to, to help you get the right questions answered, well, asked first, then answered, meet with one of our advisors. 
That's why we make them available to you, because they know the right questions to ask so that you can get started on a plan. Even if it's one you're going to do yourself and never hire us to help with, we're okay with that. That's fine. We just want you to do it right, whoever does it for you. So meet with one of our advisors, even Tom, no cost, no obligation, no high-pressure sales pitch. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or security. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.